challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to bring back to this podcast something that we have talked about before, but that I think is absolutely essential if men are going to be great men. And that is this. Let me describe the situation. A lot of men out there, a lot of you men, are wanting to be noblemen. You're wanting to be great men. You're wanting to do the things we're talking about in this podcast. So you're working your butt off. You're trying to do everything your wife wants. You're trying to do everything your son and daughter want. You're trying to do everything expected of you at your, you know, your place of faith. You're trying to do, work harder in your job. You're trying to make more money. You're trying to fix the house. You're trying to, to, to do, you, you've been told that somehow great manhood is serving everybody. And so you're just throwing yourself into every task. And I confront men like this all the time. I come upon men like this all the time uh, because while I admire them and I admire their willingness to work hard and, and try to be what they're supposed to be in everybody's life, the fact is that they are actually, in many cases, very damaged men. You see, the reality is that men need to take time to fix themselves and prepare themselves to present themselves to their wives, their kids, their cause, their company, whatever, uh, and and not be exhausted, run-down men. Because the fact is that when I talk to men who say, man, I am throwing myself at everything I can do. I'm at every baseball game. I'm, I'm there for my daughter. I'm there for my wife. I'm fixing the house. Every minute's claimed. I got to tell you, when I look at these guys, they're exhausted. They're often overweight. Uh, They haven't had a good laugh, drank food, hamburger, anything with a friend in a long time. Uh, They're unengaging. They're they're bored. They're uninspired. Uh, They haven't read anything interesting. They don't have an inner life really, really percolating. They haven't confronted the wild. Um, They're just trying to please everybody by working their backsides off. Now, now please don't hear me chastising them for this. I'm, I'm proud of them for being willing to lay down their lives a bit. And, and serve others. But the fact is, you got to fix yourself. You got to create some margin for yourself before you're going to be any kind of man for everybody else. There, there's a movie I really love. It's a woman's movie, so I don't need to get into the details of it. But I think I've quoted this line before. There's a great uh, line in a movie about Asian women. It's one of my favorite movies, related to women anyway. And in that uh, in that movie, a mother says to her daughter after some some kind of confrontation and, uh, you know, clearing of the air. She says to basically forgive her daughter, you didn't have any spirit because I had no spirit to give you. You didn't have any spirit, she says to her daughter, because I didn't have any spirit to give you. And I've quoted this before, but I believe in it in a massive way. The reality is I've got a lot of men that I know and I'm trying to help who are played out, who are exhausted, who are drained, who are empty, their tank is drained. Um, they're, they're overweight. They're actually bitter, although they're not talking about it. Uh, and frankly, behind their eyes, they're saying, is this what manhood is? Running around trying to please everybody, show up for everything, be physically available for everything in the whole world. And I want to say, no, no. Uh, in the same way that you got to sharpen an axe to get your work done, you got to take time from the work to sharpen an axe to actually get it done well. I mean, only an idiot sits there and hacks away at a tree with a dull axe. He takes time to sharpen the axe, and then he chops down the tree faster. In the same way, 
you got to get yourself sharp. You got to get yourself filled up. You got to get yourself having some margin. You got to get yourself in being inspired. You got to get yourself with a vision before you can impart to anyone else because it's the impartation that matters. I mean, we can let the yard go for a week, but we got to be people of spirit and life and impartation, pouring into our wives, pouring into our sons and daughters, pouring into our communities, pouring into our friends. But you got to fill up first. You know, I, I fly a lot, and and so I'm sure you've heard this like I have. But when they, when you're sitting on an airplane and they're telling you about you know what to do in case the plane goes down or what to do when the oxygen masks drop, what do they always say? You can quote it as well as I have. You've probably heard this in you know all kinds of speeches. They always say, put your mask on first before you put a mask on a child or somebody that you're with. Put your mask on first. In other words, you're no good to anybody else if you can't breathe yourself. If the plane uh, you know, decompresses, then, then you got to put the ma- oxygen mask on yourself before you help the child. By the way, you need more oxygen than the child. So the child's going to be fine longer than you are with the oxygen mask off. You got to get your oxygen mask, yank on it, get it flowing, get it on your face, make sure you're doing okay, and then turn and take care of that child. That's not selfishness. That's actually making sure that you are in a position to do the good for others that you are meant to do. Well, this is what great manhood is like. This is what it means to be a great man. Many of you guys out there, I admire you for working hard. I admire you for sacrificing yourself. I admire you for caring about your wife, your children, your friends, your causes, etc. But I got to tell you, some of you guys have got to begin to create some margin. You've got to get up in the morning an hour earlier and have what I would call as a Christian, a devotional life, but a time to think, a time to pray, a time to read something inspiring, a time to read some poetry or some literature you got to find some time to meet with some guys so they can help you be a great man. you got to find some time to work out. You know, over this summer of 2018, I decided to get in great shape. My wife and I have been working out on it. I've lost about 25 pounds, and I am working out hard every day. Well, let me tell you what, that takes time. I mean, I live in downtown Nashville half during the summer anyway. I'm in D.C. the rest of the year. But I live in downtown Nashville. The downtown Nashville YMCA is like 50 feet from my front door. Still, I got to get dressed. I got to go over there. I cycle for an hour. I, li- I lift. I do other things. I stretch. I mean, it can take almost two hours. It takes time. But that's how I get in good shape. Then I'm better to present to my wife, my kids, my cause, I'm more energetic. I'm less drained. I travel better. I speak better. I'm not embarrassing on stage with my belly hanging over my belt. You know what I'm talking about. And I also am better able to concentrate, better able to read, better able to write, better able to work, better able to appear in media. You hear what I'm saying. So what we've got to do is stop just running around everywhere and trying to meet every need thinking that's manhood. And get filled up so we have, in a sense, I'm just using the quote from the movie, spirit to give to others. I, I, I want you to be at all the baseball games you can be for your son. I want you to be involved in his school. Do that if you can. Do it as you can. But more importantly, I want you to be a valiant, noble, inspired man who's manning his territory and, and, and living a, a righteous man, a noble man's, a great man's life in front of him and has spirit to give him. I don't want you to be a drained vessel whom he comes to resent because you spent all your time making sure every rafter in the house and everything that everybody needed was taken care of and you didn't have any spirit. You didn't have any inspiration. You didn't have any fire. You didn't have any life. How are you going to do that? You got to find some time. You got to get with some men. 
you got to say to some people, look, I'm, I, I may not be there every time uh, because I'm, I want to be the best for you. And, and that means, you know, I, I actually will look at Bev and say, I got to take some time for, from you in order to be best for you. I want to be the best body I can be for you. I want to be the best mind I can be for you. I want you to be proud of me out there in the world. I want to be able to have wisdom from God for your life. I want to, I want to be able to speak to you. I want to be able to inspire you. I want to be able to protect you. You know, if I weigh 500 pounds and, and can't hardly, you know, lift a straw, I can't protect my wife. I can't take care of things in the house. You understand what I'm saying? So the, the, the important point here is how do you create margin to, in a sense, fix yourself first? Now, remember, I'm a Christian, and I don't believe we fix ourselves entirely by ourselves, but I do believe we've got to tend our, the garden of our own souls and our own bodies and our own lives first. A lot of guys are living imbalanced, exhausted, burned out lives, and they're calling that manhood because the things they're burned out over are the things a man's supposed to take care of. I absolutely want you to tend your field. That's one of the four maxims in my book, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men. I, I want you to stand guard. I want you to make sure everything you're responsible for grows and fulfills its purpose and is lush and vibrant and taking hold of a destiny. But but you aren't going to do that exhausted. You aren't going to do that massively overweight. You aren't going to do that distracted. You aren't going to do that when you can just all you can just all you want to do is just climb in bed. Uh, you aren't going to do that even if, in a sense, you have no spirit to give. I want you to be inspired. I want you to be coached. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to have a laugh. I want you to have read a good book recently. I want you to have a a, a verse of poetry or scripture or, or, or something powerful said in a speech circulating in your mind. I want you to have a story to tell. I want you to have had a good laugh with friends. I want you to have had some distraction. I'm not saying tell everybody to go away and, and just start being selfish. I'm simply saying create some margin. Create some margin. You know as well as I do that in business, the greater production comes not from the urgent and the important, but the non-urgent things that are important. Nobody's going to make you work out. Nobody's going to make you be, eat smarter. Nobody's going to make you hang with a band of brothers who then create a free fire zone with you and make you a better man. And nobody's going to make, those things are never urgent. The stuff that are the most important things about manhood, they're never urgent, but they are important. So you've got to move from the quadrant of living in a quadrant of your life that's, that's always about the urgent and the important and move over to the quadrant of your life that's not urgent, but is important. Your workout's never going to be urgent, but it's important. Your diet's never going to be urgent, but it's important. Your, your inner inspiration's never going to be urgent, but it's important. You've got to give yourself to the important, whether it's urgent or not. That means you got to find some margin. If it means getting up a little, a little earlier, if it means staying up a little later, if it means reserving for uh, manhood pursuits one night a week, you're going to get with your band of brothers, you're going to burn up some meat, and you're going to you're going to sit around and talk to each other about how to be better men and have a laugh and encourage each other and confront each other and and whatever you you do. I mean, if that's what it takes, then you got to negotiate that with your family. But you can't live. As one of my friends says, crassly balls out. You can't live wall to wall, all energy expended and be a noble man. Find the time, find the space, find the help, nurture yourself, fix yourself first, get your oxygen mask on first, be able to help others and stand with others and protect others and nurture others because you have spirit to give. That is what a great man does. To join the great man community, or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. 
You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.